0: Greetings. Hi again. Steve Gretsch here. The podcast is called A Different Drummer, where we're looking into the promises of God found in scripture. This podcast is called Learned Contentment, and it's from Philippians 4.11. Not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. This is written by Paul, and Paul learned contentment. I and a, you know, a person would have to say, "Well, how did he do that?" And I'm not saying, um, I'm not saying I, I know specifically his contentment, but uh, I think we can draw, uh, draw from Scripture and know some things here. We can, I think, we can learn it from Scripture, from the Word of God, being content and in in what God, who God is, what He's done why we need him, and what he expects from us, and his name, and his gospel, and his promises. I think we can find contentment. The promises are, um, are so vital. That's why I'm doing this. In Ephesians 1.17, it says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. And I think contentment is knowing Christ, knowing Christ better, the man Jesus Christ. He's a man. Know him better. We and we know him better through his Word. He doesn't speak audibly anymore, and um, there are no apostles. Where we, we get our connection in the Word of God, and so um, we can find contentment because he's written us this amazing letter about it's it's about him <laughs> so contentment i love this in psalm sixteen five through 6 says lord you alone are my portion and my cup you make my lot secure the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places surely i have a delightful inheritance I'm thinking that was written uh, by David. I, I would uh, don't quote me on it. I would probably have to look it up. There's different off- authors in Psalms, but um, I love this because his he is con- this this man is content. <laughs> his boundary lines have fallen, and in pleasant places he is has a delightful. He knew his in what his inheritance is. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing, uh, and I think he's done. He's focused. He's kept his mind on the things above, and he's made the main thing the main thing. When Jesus said, it is finished, he meant it. It is finished. And uh, the the plan of salvation was complete. Um, And sometimes, you know, in life, we're trotting along, and we... we, we just have troubles and so contentment can be difficult. And I think, you know, I'm going to date myself here, but the kids always, somewhere along the line, they started saying whatever. And I don't, I don't really care for that, but uh, in Ecclesiastes, and I don't know why I even brought it up. Ecclesiastes 1. eight says, all things are wearisome. maybe it's because of the book. The Ecclesiastes is such a reality check. Let me start over. All things are wearisome, more than one can say. The eye never has enough of seeing, nor the ear, it's fill of hearing. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again, and there is nothing new under the sun. For some strange reason I like this book. Um I guess I'm a biblical realist. I had someone um call me a realist once, and they were saying it kind of in a not so nice way, but it, later, I, real, I realized that I, that I am a biblical realist. And, for, and I, you know, Ecclesiastes is, is one, of my, one of my favorite books. It's a difficult read. It's, it's tough to swallow, but it is, it is reality. And sometimes it's difficult for, to let that settle in. In Ecclesiastes 11.10, it says, So then, banish anxiety from your heart and cast off the troubles of your body, for youth and vigor are meaningless. Ban- okay, so well, that's good news. <laughs> youth and vigor are ba- are meaningless. I just had a birthday recently, and um, and, you know, we're all getting a bit older. We're on this planet, and the planet is cursed. And um, I keep bringing that up, but it there's such good news in the word, isn't there? And it says to banish anxiety. And I look it up. I looked it up in the Interlinear Bible, and it says to turn aside from it to turn aside from it and um uh, to the casting off where where was that cast off the troubles of your body yeah i was out shoveling here and my body hurts and i was doing some wallpaper removal for a friend and my my arms just are they just ache so i'm trying to cast off those aches and pains now put <laughs> which is really to put away um you know there were times in my life when uh when to turn aside when um uh you know i was having difficulty things were not good and my wife bless her heart she would just grab me and you know make me do something else you know go for a drive go for a bike ride do something else and i think that's part of the turning aside you know it's um you know just to do something else and i needed that and you know, bless her heart. She's a wonderful lady. And I appreciate um, her helping me get through those some difficult times and just turn aside and pick up and do something else. And I think that's, you know, that for me, that was helpful. And, And then also casting off, putting away, I like this bucket, the bucket theory that I have when I, when things happen that I don't you know, I'm not too crazy about, I, in my own mind, and I, I'll even say it out loud, well, let's put that in the the trouble bucket, or, you know, or this is, this is not good, this, you know, the car breaks down, oh, let's put it in the broken car bucket, I'm just really rambling on here, and I want to keep these under 10 minutes, no, so it's, it's not about me, um, I guess what I'm getting at is we can expect trouble, there's really nothing new here, and Psalm 90 10 says, our days may come to 70 years or 80, if our strength endures, yet the best of them are but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away." Is this getting really depressing? I apologize. I'm, I wanted to bring these in because we can be content. We can, but what I think we need to know, I need to know that there, trouble happens. I had all kinds of trouble yesterday. My car got stuck in the snow twice and um i was having a really difficult time with this removing this wallpaper for a friend and um and i'm not gonna have have you um cry for me but we can expect trouble and it's like we should say you know you know i don't know what i'm not giving advice here but we should know i think i know that uh after 63 years that you know there is trouble out there but we we have a place we can go uh, my, you know, my situation isn't rare. There's been trouble with going on, but you know, um, it'll it'll be worth it. Um, we press on. We press on towards that goal. And here, oh, what a segue! Philippians three fourteen. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ Himself. The prize is Jesus Christ. He calls me heavenward. Just. I just, I, that's one of my buckets. I press on, the press on bucket. And it's not a real bucket, but it's just something that I think about in my own head. And I, I like to have fun in life and I kind of like to make things, maybe put it in the humor bucket. And um, you know, it just, for me, it just helps me get along, get, get things along and press on. Um, anyways, uh, the prize is a prize that's in public games. That's the meaning of that word. So it's going to be a public thing. It's going to be big. It's going to be a big deal. The prize for which, the goal to win the prize. And um, here in Habakkuk 3, 17 through 18, it says, Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop, the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food, Though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. I think we can have, and I've said it in an earlier podcast, we can have joy in the trials, in the troubles, um, it, because it's not happiness. I just really believe happiness. Happiness is earthly, joy is heavenly. And we only the believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, those who have repented and put their trust and faith in him, I will rejoice, be joyful in God. It's we will be glad. There's good reason to be glad. All these things happen, but yet we can still be glad, and then Christ is—he is enough. Second Peter three eighteen says, "But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen." And then, of course, uh, when I was when I was going through my really lowest valley. I just really clung to Romans Romans chapter 8 and to think about these things. Uh, the bucket thing is just kind of a, it's an earthly thing. It's, uh, I'm not recommending it, you know, tr- try it if you want. But for me, it's just, you know, kind of a humorous sort of thing. But the word of God and clinging to the Lord, the Jesus Christ himself, the man. Romans 8.12 says, therefore, there is now no condemnation, for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. We've been set free. What a what a reason for contentment right there. It's a, it's a beautiful promise. And I think we can, uh, Paul learned contentment. We, I believe that we can find it too, even while we're trotting along on this planet, where we are the bride of Christ, we have such an amazing future, and the promises promises are so wonderful to cling to. And like my pastor said, he hasn't said it in a while, he says the best is yet to come. And I think we can ponder these things, and we can find them in the Word of God. So I hope you have a great day, and this might be a little bit longer, but um, uh, I better end it. So yeah, I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Take care.